Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the November volume of Team Josh News, the podcast. We are approaching the last month of this quarter, and with that brings new beginnings for the new year. We will be diving into a lot of that content next edition, but for today, I'm very happy to have the opportunity to interview Olivia McAvoy. Um, you might know who she is. Uh, <laughs> so, she is easily uh, Team Josh MVP with everything that she brings to the table and with everything that she brings to the table. It's earned her a spot on a very high profile project, which has been going on for quite some time. So that's what we're going to be wrapping in today. Olivia, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Nick, thank you. Uh, super happy to be here. Um, weird to be on this side of the microphone, for lack of a better phrase, um, but I'm looking forward to talking through this stuff with you today. Awesome. Awesome. Let's, uh, let's get right into it then. One of the first things that I had a question about, um, how do you feel right now? I feel like you've been through kind of like a whirlwind of, you know, several different things that you're jumping into. Like, for example, your team had 10,000 cases completed by the beginning of October, and you only started, I think, in July. That's a pretty massive push. How are you feeling about that? And how would you say you've grown since then? Yeah, it's it's really bittersweet that the enterprise project is ending. Um, the good thing is, is that it's not ending fully, like the work that we've done uh, has just transferred it into a new team at Indeed, um, which I think is awesome to, to be able to start from the groundwork up. But of course, I've really enjoyed doing the work that I've been doing. Um, so it is bittersweet. Um, looking back to, I'm looking forward, excuse me, to coming back to um, the main line and getting back on chat. I feel like that's where all of this skill and stuff started. So um, I also feel like I'm coming back with a bit more um, understanding of some of the, the products that we don't use as often, like ITA and hiring event. Um, I, I literally feel like I went from hating ITAs and like um, struggling through them so hard to, to really enjoying them and the, the optimization that you can get within them. So I think that that's a really big skill, um, but it definitely was a long haul in the last couple of months. Um, our busy season for two of the clients was from August to October. And there were some days when we came in from the weekend with like hundreds of re requests from Friday Friday to Sunday. So it was a very good lesson in multitasking for sure. Well, I can imagine if I saw <laughs> something like that on a Monday morning, you might not ever see me again. <laughs> you know, bless you for that. Um, so with that being said, you've gone through that surge, that busy season. How did, how did you handle that with doing everything that you do with Team Josh and pretty much taking on a different schedule, a different workflow. Did you notice that you had to manage your day differently than you normally did? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. And I think the best way I can describe it, even though of course it's a little bit different than that, it was as if I was doing the mainline volume and chat volume at the same time, but I had no idea where the next thing was coming from. Um, I guess it was a good lesson for Omnichannel when it does finally show up, um, but we really needed to constantly refresh our feeds and our Google Docs and what had you because um, all of our clients were either white glove or agency and they have really, really high SLA expectations. Um, the joke that we had was that they wanted us to uh, create a unicorn with uh, like a donkey. Um, we had, <laughs> we had no, we really had no idea what was coming. So we really had to work as if we were anticipating what they were going to submit without knowing what that could be. And some of the days it was a lot of running around. Um, 
one of our clients ha could sometimes dump 200 campaigns sponsored job campaigns literally no joke um and we would just start rapid fire through and going through them all um same with some itas and hiring events every now and again um one of our biggest pushes was for a hiring event national hiring event day for uh, ups and i believe we had 180 hiring events that we had to set up um various zoom meetings attached to those different locations all around the united states um i feel like we went through that in about three days um which is a crazy number to think of um so i think to answer your question how did i manage my day a bit differently um i really just needed to to stay on the ball and i think that that's something that the the rest of the job prepared me really well for because you never know what you're going to get on the main line um and I, I think we were all very well prepared for for that chaos once once we started for sure. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you brought up um, white glove. And this is just a random question that I'd like to throw at you. My experience with white glove is I actually tend to get a little bit nervous when I'm dealing with them, just because I know it's more than likely, you know, in the hands of uh, enterprise, you know, um, and just it's high profile. So mm -hmm. with that being said, has your view of how white glove accounts are handled changed or have you taken the same approach that you always have? Honestly, I think I appreciate it a little bit more um, being on the receiving end of some of that white glove service more often than not as a result of this project. Uh, that four hour SLA is very much expected um, and they will come in hot with a lot of things and it kind of will look overwhelming, but I think that um, if you like kind of just put your head down and stick to it, like the the ask is off, often easier than the mountain assumes, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you're able to add that. Thank you. Um, so one thing, I, I'm not sure if, well, I'm pretty sure that you saw it. The email came out in regards to the good deeds. Did you choose a spot where you're gonna go ahead and land your donation? Yeah, I was super excited to see that this was what the Indeed gift was this year. Um, I've been talking about it in Slack the last couple of days. I think this was a really awesome opportunity that Indeed gave us to give back to our communities, especially with everything that's going on this year. Um, I was able to donate my $200 to two of the Ronald McDonald houses um, across, one was in uh, like New Haven, Connecticut, Western Massachusetts, uh, branch and the second one was the one in Washington DC um, and I was able to donate $100 each. Um, I have a semi-personal connection to those because when my mother used to work at her company Macy's um, they would go in and decorate all of the the Ronald McDonald houses using their extra inventory from when they set the stores up. Um, so knowing that they couldn't do that this year I knew I wanted to give back um, this holiday season the way that I knew my mother wasn't able to this year. Um, so I hope that they're able to still do something for Christmas as a result of that uh, that donation. But I, I also, oops, you go ahead. <laughs> oh, you're fine, I was just screaming with you. I hope so that they're able to do that. Yeah, and I wanna ask that question back to you, Nick. Where, where did you send your $200 gift? So I tried to send it to the New England Patriots so they could afford a better quarterback, <laughs> but um, I don't think that they're gonna take it. So. I wish. <laughs> Um, but anyway, other than that, I'm gonna, I actually already did take care of this. I sent the $200 in full to the Yonkers Animal Shelter. It is a shelter that I had volunteered at in the past, in my teenage years, about 500 years ago. And pretty much it was uh, kind of decrepit back then. It's still making its way up the ladder as far as, uh, you know, the appearance goes. 
but hopefully this, you know, I know it's $200, but, you know, give the dog some food or, you know, just pretty much anything, transportation costs, whatever is going to go ahead and, you know, make somewhat of a difference in this giving season, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think any amount goes a long way, especially in these, these trying times that they are. So um, it seems like everybody has a place that they are super inclined to donate to with a little backstory. So I think that that is just the, the spirit of this gift. And we definitely encourage that you make sure you donate your $200 before the 29th, I believe, which is next Sunday. Um, so definitely log on to Good Deeds and get that done. Um, Really quick, Olivia, on that, yeah. I just want to go ahead and drop in and say the directions that were included today in Chris's email, they actually outline it perfectly, you know, as far as the how to go about doing it. I just wanted to drop that in there and add. Awesome. Now there's really no excuse. You have to donate your money. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and with that being said, I am going to go ahead and put my hosting cap back on uh, and go ahead and finish up this podcast with the high impact updates of the month. Um, we got three really good ones, um, so bear with me here. The first one um, was in reference to the Global All Hands that happened on Wednesday the 18th. I highly recommend you uh, take a watch of that when you have a chance um, because Chris mentioned the work we are doing to make sure all interviews are hosted on Indeed, which is a huge, huge goal that they have moving into 2021. Of course, that's uh, that's us talking about the Indeed interview platform. Um, during his presentation, Chris Himes was also able to um, give a very informative and live demo of the platform. Um, I definitely anticipate hearing more about this in Q1. So it's good to get geared up now and ready for this um, by watching that presentation at the very least. Um, I think it was the first 40 minutes of the all hands meeting. Um, definitely super informative. So give it a watch when you have a chance. Nice. The second the second thing um, is that Huddle was released today on the 19th. Um, and so you're going to definitely want to get around to bookmarking those new pages. I believe by mid-December, our uh, tried and true Igloo product update bookmarks and all of those other ones are going to be a formally sunset. Uh, I took some time today to play around and my initial review is that Huddle's great. Um, I definitely recommend watching Philip's video walkthrough um, and playing the jobby challenge because it really allows you to see all the new parts of Huddle. And I mean, just in my experience, it's used to take like three or four clicks to get to the product updates for the week. Now it's maybe one or two, depending on how you uh, you enter into Huddle. So this is gonna make a lot of seamless transitions. Um, in addition to that, they also link in indie articles, they can link in the ServiceNow portal. So it's really a one-stop shop. And I think it's gonna make um, some of our day-to-day -day tasks a little bit easier moving forward for sure. So highly recommend uh, getting that under your belt sooner rather than later too. And finally, um, the last high impact update we have for November is that ongoing finance and process improvement uh, training module. Um, they have so far teamed up for four learning tutorials. I believe there's one more coming out soon um, on how the finance system works and how to ensure that your cases don't get closed unsupported because that always is a damper when you get that email. Um, some of the topics include refunds, payment methods, and just generally how the finance um, accounts receivable team works. Um, they're about 15 minutes each from what I've seen, super informative so far, super detailed. Um, so definitely take a watch on those on Indeed Learn or Degreed when you have a chance. And that's all from me, Nick.
Thank you, Olivia. Much appreciated. Of course. Um, team, that kind of wraps up everything that we're going to be <clears throat> talking about for today. Uh, just wanted to you know, close out by saying that it's obvious we know Thanksgiving is uh, coming up next week. Uh, just want to say thank you to the entire Team Josh umbrella, including our executive vice presidents, Lauren and Leah. I uh, just want to say, be safe out there. We've all heard the news of the dangers with the virus. If you know what virus is, you've seen the new Borat movie. And enjoy your time off, stay safe, and we will see you next time. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, all. <laughs>